Were those songs beautiful? Think of that old song, how beautiful heaven must be. Sweet home of the happy and free. Are you happy tonight? It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. The half has never yet been told. Going to speak to you a little bit tonight for about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, let me find somebody with a watch. Brother Justin, you got something? Don't let me go over 20 minutes because we're going to have the testimony service as soon as I conclude this. So, I'm going to speak to you tonight. Can you hear me okay? Okay, I'm going to speak to you tonight on the subject, preparing for the storm, okay? Preparing for the storm. If you'd like to turn with me to the book of Matthew, the seventh chapter, and I'm going to read verses 24, 27. And I'm sure they're very, very familiar to you. Matthew, the seventh chapter, verses 24 through 27. Therefore, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto him a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, and the floods came, the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall. We're nearing what is considered the peak of hurricane and tornado season. Were you aware of that? We are nearing what is considered the peak of the hurricane and tornado season. Okay, the months of September and November have this distinction. Just around the corner, in fact, I think Friday, September the 1st, okay, will be the first day of the month of September, and then October, the peak of tornado season. So it seemed like an appropriate time for me to relate to you an encounter that my family and I was involved in several years ago now. What I'm telling you tonight is not a fairy story. It's not a myth. It's the truth. I remember it very, very vividly, and I'm sure those other people that were involved in it do too. Vivian and I and her daughter, Elisa, our daughter-in-law and two of our grandchildren were the individuals involved. My wife back there, her daughter Lisa, which some of you know, her daughter-in-law and two of the grandchildren, which are grown now, were involved in this. Well, this incident that I'm telling you about came on rather unexpectedly. The radio and television gave no previous warning. Nothing to let us know that something drastic was about ready to happen. Prior to this, there had been a mighty hailstorm. And I always remember this. At this time, I had a little flock of sheep. And they were in the, out in the barn lot. And this great big hailstorm 
stones started to fall. And they started to pelt those sheep. Okay? And those sheep were actually almost balleting and two-stepping and all that. They were jumping around so much from those pelts hitting those sheep. It was a little bit funny, but I'm sure it wasn't very funny to them. Okay, all of a sudden, the hailstorm quit. It stopped. No more hailstorm, okay? It had finished what it was going to do. Well, about that time after it finished, Vivian looked out the kitchen window. And to her amazement, she saw a funnel cloud just out in the distance, not too far away. She spied this funnel cloud. And she hollered for me to come and take a look. Well, I guess I could have thought she was just being crazy or silly or something like that, but I didn't. She seemed very serious about it. So I went to the window, and sure enough, there was a funnel cloud coming right at our house, right out in the distance there. So our kitchen, there's steps down into the basement part. So I hurried Vivian and the daughter and the daughter-in-law and the two children down into the basement. Okay, and of course I followed close right on their heels. And we got down there, and fortunately there had been some old clothes laying down there on the floor. And I had the children, we had the children cover themselves up with those old clothes, and we covered ourselves up. So the basement, and then it's a garage, and then there's a door there with a window in it that you can look out. And I went to that window and looked out and coming straight at the house was this funnel cloud. There was no way, brothers and sisters, that funnel cloud, that tornado was going to miss our house. Okay? So I hurried back and told Vivian, and of course we prayed earnestly and fervently, Lord. We had shielded the children, the small children with their own bodies because we thought, you know, we're all going to be killed and Maybe we'll be able to protect the children and they won't be killed. It'll just be us. Okay? So, it's headed right straight for the house. And so I, we had prayed earnestly. We had prayed diligently. And we laid there waiting for the impact. Waiting for it to rip the house apart and maybe kill some of us, or kill all of us, okay? There was a great calm. Great calm. Nothing happened, okay? Nothing happened. Seemed like an eternity, but I'm sure it was only just a few minutes, okay? So finally, when nothing happened, I went to that window again, that door again, and looked out. And praise God, praise his holy name, 
that tornado had swerved. Had swerved. You know what the word swerved means? It had went just off to the side and missed our house. But you say, well, thank the Lord. And that's what I said too. But let me tell you a little bit of what happened where it didn't miss the houses and so forth. Let me tell you a little bit about the devastation that it brought. Just down the road from where we live, it had wiped a man's garage out, okay? Moved a house trailer to another property. Had picked that house trailer up and moved it to another property. And wiped out great swaths of valuable timber. Okay, trees, big trees that could have been used for lumber and worth a lot of money. It had wiped a whole bunch of them all out. It had also destroyed a number of houses before it got to our area. I am glad, thank the Lord, that we were prepared for that storm. I don't mean with blankets and flashlights and other things. That's not what I'm talking about. That was great that we had those things. I mean that we were in a situation where we could call on God and know that he could work out what was best for us according to his mercy and his grace. Paul said in Romans 8.38, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This actually happened. There's two other times in my life, I won't take much time to tell you that, and I'm sure there were lots of others that I could have been killed. One of them was when I was a young man in high school. I was playing football, it was in August, and my dad had helped me get a nice new car, not a new car, but a nice used car, okay? And we'd been up to the little school to play softball, and I was taking a bunch of the boys back home. The road back there, hill, and it was gravel then. And I didn't have much gas in the tank. It was Sunday evening. And I thought, I'll turn the motor off, and I'll coast down this hill that was gravel-colored. Okay, as I, I hadn't driven very long, and as I went down that hill, that car continued to pick up momentum. Okay, I hit the brakes, and you know what happens when you hit brakes and so forth. But I went down that hill... And the car flipped over on its top. I passed out momentarily. Those boys that were in the car with me, they could have been killed right along with me. But thank you, Jesus, I came out of it okay. Another time, real quickly, my brother and I used to ride together when I worked out to the E.T. Roper Company. And it was, uh, uh, what do they call it, dark ice? What kind of ice do they call that? when you're not aware of it, okay? I was going down that same hill to pick my brother up and come back up the hill and take to work, and I was aware that that, unaware that hill was, had that black ice on it. And I wasn't the one underwear 
I wasn't unaware very long. I started to slide down that hill, and I was just from one side of the road to the other. It didn't do any good to put my foot on the blade because I just, you know, I don't know how, I'm a quarter of a mile maybe or something like that. I was from one side of the road to the other side of the road, and there was a run or a branch at the bottom of that hill and some trees there. And I took in the car, I went right for that branch in the car and so forth. And I knew I was going to be killed. I'd been praying and praying, but, you know, I got down to the, I went down there and I hit a tree, okay? Hit a tree and the car stopped. Two wheels were kind of on the branch and two of them sticking up in the air, okay? And one of the wheels, if I remember correctly, the tire was torn off and all that. But I guess I could say thank God for the tree, but the tree could have been my death too. But God spared me that time. And you wonder, Brother Gayhart, sometimes Brother Gayhart gets happy. Sometimes Brother Gayhart gets happy. But God has been so good to me. Just look back there. If I'd have lost my life, I'd have never got that wonderful woman to be my wife, okay? Some other man would have married her, and I'd have been shouting up in heaven, okay? Well, you say that'd be better. Well, let's not get into that conversation. It would leave.